Welcome to Medicana Talk with Dr. Joe Rosado. This program seeks to educate you on topics having to do with medical cannabis. You'll have a better understanding of the industry, insight, and guidance on how cannabis is a safe and important innovation in medicine today. Now, here is your host, Dr. Joe Rosado. Hello, world. How's everybody doing today? It is Wednesday in the U.S., 12 o'clock Eastern Daylight Savings Time, 9 a.m. on the West Coast, and God knows what time around the world. Uh, today we've got a very amazing and exciting show. Uh, we've got Mr. Chris Visser uh, that's going to be joining us today, as well as my co-host, Ed Pisani. Ed, say hello to the world. Hello, world. I hope everyone's having a good morning, good afternoon, or a good evening from wherever you're listening from. Perfect. Now... While marijuana use is still prohibited throughout most of the world, some in the cannabis industry are turning to hemp to get a piece of the $340 billion market. And that's a billion with a B as in boy. Hemp. A lot of money. That's That's a a lot lot of money. money. That's real money. Hemp, with its lower concentrations of THC, which we will discuss shortly, and higher concentrations of CBD or cannabidiol, has become a big part of the wellness trend taking over the United States. Uh, in the United States, researchers estimate that the U.S. market for CBD could be worth $24 billion. That's, again, B. That's a tremendous amount of money to, to hear that they, they think that's the capability. And that's not too far off at yeah, all. By two, and that's by 2023. So that we're looking at four years from now, according to Bloomberg. Uh, CBD is being marketed as a natural way to curb pain, anxiety, and insomnia, which the United States and the world is riddled with, mm-hmm. and the growing demand for its fueling and global green rush, according to our ladies in Congress. Wall Street analysts estimate that the market for the cannabis-derived compound could skyrocket to roughly $1 billion now and over $16 billion by 2025. So, I'd like to introduce... Without further ado, Chris Visser. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for being on the show, Chris. So you're a cannabis entrepreneur, CBD oil entrepreneur. Um, uh, tell me a little bit about your story. Well, uh, number one, I appreciate the, I appreciate just being here and being able to talk to you guys and uh, just help better get a couple of things cleared up over the entire industry. And... Um, and also, Dr. Asada, I want to give you great credit. Uh, the book that you had recently wrote, it is amazing. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, thank you. As far as my, oh, yeah, yeah. As far as my story and our story is, is concerned, we, I've been uh, on the online business ever since I was about 15 years old. Every little way that you can think about it, I've been a little entrepreneur from the beginning. Um. What had happened was I was trying affiliate marketing, all the different cases, nothing else worked. So I've done medical, I've done legal, I've done affiliate marketing, drop shipping, the whole nine. And so one of my latest ventures was actually dealing with cancer patients and providing information on how people can readily or holistically try to find different options on how to heal themselves or just look to something other than chemo and radiation. Uh, during this research, I came across 
CBD. And um, this was back in 2000, the end of 2016. And uh, I found it to be extremely, just utterly amazing what it could do and what, or what, what back in the day of what people were claiming it could do or suggesting or insinuating. Just the overall potential, just, it, it just wowed me. So, I so when you say right? back in the day, Chris, um, uh, this is a new industry. What's a back in the day? Because I'm kind of curious. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that you asked that. I feel like recently, these last one and a half to two years, that is when CBD has, uh, has shown its true colors, right? People, it, it, it's out of the shadows of THC. Uh, people are learning about it. People are talking about it. Businesses are popping up left and right. Uh, so back in the day, in my in, in my mind's eye, that's anywhere between three and a half years plus. Because okay. that's when, cool. I mean, I never heard about CBD, and I don't think anybody really, really understood CBD more than three years ago. Do you agree? Do you agree with that or no? Uh, I, would, I would agree. Dr. Rosado, what do you think? I know you're an expert in the industry. Well, I know that cannabis was uh, decriminalized in California in 1996, and they've been using you know, CBD and THC for treatment of conditions and diseases since 1996, which is you know, 23 years ago. Okay. Okay. Um, but, okay, I mean, I, I'm not taking that away from you at all. I agree with that completely. Um, I, I guess I'm just more of in the CBD you know, of this most recent craze. And, here, and I guess I can give some background on that. So given the fact how I mentioned uh, that I've been in the computer, the online, um, back in 2017, the early 2017, uh, the term CBD oil was looked up online on Google about 60,000 times a month, right? That's a lot of times. Today, yeah, and, and I, you, that, that might sound like a lot, 60,000 times a month, but that, that's in the whole United States. Now... Fast forward to today's date, it gets searched over 600,000 times a month. So within the span of three years, we've gone from a light search to an overwhelming, one of the hardest keywords uh, online on Google to even try to rank for. Um, that is because of all the attention and all of every mom and pop, every major, even huge brands, uh, you know, like the Constellation brands, like they're diving into this industry because they see incredible value and that has brought a lot of attention. A lot of attention plus a lot more people experiencing what CBD could do and, uh, and then a lot more people are coming to the understanding of how amazing that this really could be. Right? That's a tenfold increase in three years. I like that kind of return on my money. <laughs> oh, I think everyone would like a tenfold increase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You you mentioned CBD, and I mentioned in the intro about you know low THC versus high THC, CBD versus THC. So, can you explain what the difference between CBD and THC is? Absolutely, absolutely. So, just the number one number one factor is that CBD is non psychoactive. That means it will not get you high. And that, and what does get you high, what is psychoactive, is THC. And that's where the huge confusion is. There are two different, well, here's, here's actually the case. THC and CBD have the exact 
same molecular atoms that make up their structure, right? But the yeah. thing, the difference is the THC, is their atoms are structured differently. So although they have the same atoms, they're structured differently. And that different structure, when it, when it connects to the human body, that structure is what actually causes the high. And that's, and, and that's the difference between them. So, and also, um, just like, because uh, I'm a new in this? You can this? take tons of CBD at one time, right? You can, you can consume tons of CBD, mm-hmm. and you, you probably wouldn't feel any different than if you just took a regular dosage. But if you take a lot of THC, I mean, you're going to get extremely high. And I'm sure everyone's heard, like, the countless stories online and stuff of people getting too high and all the crazy things that come from it right after. But that, 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 to me, that's the main difference, and that's what everyone needs to understand. Okay. My, my question is more about the plant from CBD. Uh, what style of plant does, does it come from? I know there's a male and a female, but I always get confused because I'm a new guy in this whole thing, and I'll try to pretend to be an expert like Dr. Rosado. Could you explain that? Um, I can, uh, I'll do my best. And Dr. Rosado, okay. you can absolutely jump in if I say anything that might be a little off. But for me, sure. uh, as far as the female and the female and the male, the female is what growers usually like to go after because the females are going to produce um, the seeds. And so obviously if you're a grower, you want to be, you want to go after those. And those usually can, uh, if I'm not mistaken, those, the, the females are the ones that actually can grow more of the flower. And the flower is what people smoke. It's what people use to create CBD oils, THC oils, um, you know, your edibles, your consumables, right? Okay. Um, okay. As far as what CBD is concerned, you can take CBD out of cannabis plants and you can take CBD out of hemp plants. Uh, the only difference really in that factor is marijuana plants, uh, which is associated with cannabis and hemp, marijuana plants are usually grown with high THC content when CBD plants are, or, I'm sorry, industrial hemp plants are grown to be under 0.3% THC. And, uh, in there the are United States, various- because outside of the world, it's 1%, right? Or uh, 0.2%, I believe is in Europe, in uh, 0.2. Yeah, in, yeah, um, in Europe, but in South America, they can go as high as 1% THC. Oh, 1%? That's yep. awesome. Good for them. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, this is all real scientific. Um, how did you kind of uh, learn about this? Um, because I know Dr. Rosado studied it in medical school. How did you kind of uh, um, begin your research? Yeah. So again, uh, just you know, diving back to a little bit, a little bit ago, when we were, when I was personally looking for cancer cancer remedies, uh, that's when I came across CBD. And so I was like, well, I have to learn more about this because this, this, this is just amazing of what, of, of what people were insinuating at that time. I was like, I have to know more. So I'd jump online and I would do a, a search, CBD for anxiety or CBD for Parkinson's, CBD for this. And so I would do one of them. I would do one search and, uh, you know, it would, Google would produce a certain amount of results. I'd click on, click on a website, CBD for anxiety, read all about it saw that they directed me to, as far as I wanted to learn more, I had, they, they directed me to medical studies, hard to read 
journals done by medical and scientific professionals. And uh, for me, I was just like, well, if I hadn't done the last two, three years of cancer research, um, I would never be able to understand that. So I don't know how the average consumer or the average person would be able to get more information. So then, okay, so I was, okay, let's just say that was just one article. I'm going to go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on this site, and I'm now going to do another search for pain relief. Well, that website that just told me about CBD for anxiety didn't teach me about CBD for pain, so that I had to go back to Google. And it was just, that was just a rinse, wash, repeat type system. There was not a single website out there that comprehensively explained what CBD could potentially do for the different ailments, different conditions that we all deal with. And so, I mean, there, there were a couple websites out there, but again, it wasn't comprehensively explained. What they did is they, they just forwarded you, the average person, to medical journals and medical studies. So I saw an immediate huge need for this market, and plus my personal interest just lit a fire under that need. And so that's when we developed uh, Cannabidiol Life. And we, uh, I believe, and, you know, I'm okay with being wrong with this statement. Uh, I believe we were the first on the scene about three and a half years ago to write over 50 pages of comprehensive information of what CBD could potentially do, and it's all linked to the National Institutes of Health and the various medical journals um, for verification. And so much so, I saw the next need when I saw people complaining about the random products that they were buying uh, because they didn't know how to use them. They didn't know how to take them. They didn't know what the dosage was. They, there were so many different things that people had questions for that there were no like direct answers to. So that's when well, we turned the script and then we created product, CBD product guide. So now people can understand what it is, what they do, how to take them. Uh, and so we just created the first educational, comprehensively educational website uh, that really just benefited everyone in the nation, I think. So, That's cool. Your, your, product really line, cool. your product line has uh, CBD isolates, full spectrum, broad spectrum, and people see that, you know, when they're shopping at 7-Eleven or getting their gas at Shell. Um, and Don't those buy names are- CBD from gas stations. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, a, I'm a complete out-of-the-loop type of guy. Why should I not go to a gas station to buy CBD? Like I, I see it, and I also see or it like other market. places. I, I don't know why. Okay, for one, they are not producing you a COA. Gas stations, uh, without without putting every, every gas station gas station owner in the same well, what's bubble. What's a COA? Gonna... Yeah, what, what is a COA? <laughs> oh, I've, I've, okay. So a COA. Um, every company that sells CBD, they should be providing a COA. A COA means certificate of analysis. And why this is so important is this can, this is the deciding factor of what is a quality product, CBD product, and what is a not a non-quality CBD product. So it basically... And is that seen on the box or where would someone see a, no, a cannabis? No. Is it be on the wall of the gas station? Do you mean... They don't. don't. There's, since we're in an unregulated market, uh, mm-hmm. people are just trying to sell it, and they're using the name to trick. And, 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 and these people that are selling it, they are just in it for the sale. It's usually a salesman. And 
there has been numerous, numerous, numerous uh, uh, reporters from news, newscasters that have bought in CBD from gas stations. And I think only, like, there was one good case where uh, this particular product had 10 milligrams less than what of CBD of less than what it claimed in comparison to every other one showed one milligram when they were claiming 25, two milligrams when they were claiming 205. And what we saw was synthetic CBD hitting the market. And what we saw was people or manufacturers just throwing in a bunch of melatonin, uh, way more than, you know, your high dose, which is 10 milligrams. Well, so, no, what is melatonin or melatonin? I don't think I even said it correctly. What, what is that? Is that from the plant? Uh, melatonin. No, melatonin is actually, it's, uh, your body naturally cr- creates it. So like at night, if you were about to go to bed, you turn off your light, your body mm-hmm. uh, immediately starts producing uh, like melatonin to help get your body to, to relax, go to sleep, and just prepare for your sleep cycle. So there's uh, over-the-counter drugs, and you can buy them from Walmart, from anywhere, uh, CVS, where melatonin, they sell it so that your body, so it can help you get even more melatonin sleep for the people that have trouble sleeping. I gotcha. So, that makes sense. That's logical. Yeah. So, so since there's no regulation in gas stations and since there's no, uh, there's no real, uh, what's that? Just authoritative uh, department where they're saying in order for you to have, in order for you to be able to sell this product, you have to have these things in line, right? Those things in line is what separates a bad CBD product and a good CBD product. Does that I make see. sense? It, it does, like, uh, because I, I generally go to, like, uh, my local 7-Eleven gas station with my daughter, and we'll get ice cream, and I see the CBD up, but I also know they sell, like, wine there, ice there, gasoline, you name it. Um, so, they, I, don't, I was always wondering, like, how mainstream is this already? Um, or, I mean, it seems like it's not really that relegate, regulated or and, and investigated that much. Well, here's yeah, an interesting and- fact. I, I read an article recently that said that 70% of the CBD oils tested did not meet the quality standards claimed on the labels, as Chris just said. Is there anything else that we would accept, you know, 70% pure, like, you know, you're buying ibuprofen or Tylenol or a cost of present for your child or even your food? You know, do we? how do we tolerate something like that, that, you know, 70% failure it's a poor reflection of quality care. So how does CBD Life, your company, Cannabidiol Life, how do your products separate themselves from the masses? Okay. Um, so we do this in a couple of ways. Uh, for one, we have never followed the trend. Uh, when I was doing this education process, uh, and that took about nine months just to create all that education, um, we started getting actually like, calls and uh, asking for more help, asking for who do we trust, you know, like who do we trust where to buy from? And I I actually didn't have an answer for them because I just, the education part, I didn't do any brand research. Um, So once uh, we got to about 10,000 subscribers, you know, within the first eight months, and that's just doing research, not, we weren't providing any products or anything like that. So I thought that was pretty impressive that people were just signing up with no with only the interest of education. So I thought it was actually my duty at that point to find out the best CBD that's out there. 
who's the best manufacturer? Who's doing things differently? Who has good manufacturing processes already in place? Who's doing things organically? Um, who's not following the trend, right? So I probably spoke to about uh, 18 different manufacturers. This was about two and a half years ago. Uh, that claim to have the best, claim to do things differently. Um, I found one. And this person, uh, they're pure hemp tech. They're out of Colorado. And with what they do, I immediately wanted to be a part of it. They, uh, they produced a, um, a patented U.S. extraction process uh, where it's been proven against what the world pretty much is still doing, um, sorry to generalize everyone, but if you're not doing ethanol extraction, you're missing out on so much more wellness properties that the hemp plant can produce and cannabis plant can produce. So they have created this patented extraction method along with all hemp, all of the product, raw product is grown on organic farmland. Uh, and with this extraction process, we are be, we're able to produce a full spectrum, quote unquote, oil that contains more cannabinoid percentages, uh, with like that, within the entire oil. Does that make sense? I know I kind of started a little bit, but basically, at the no, end of the it's, day, it's like it's, it, it, it's a it's a beginning it's a beginning to end process. It's not just okay, boom, here's the CBD oil. It's the best. It's like no. Well, how did you get how did you get to be the best? Well, one, it comes from certified organic hemp seeds. Then you go to, okay, certified organic hemp land. Then it's to the extraction process. Okay, then what's after the extraction process? Well, you have to have a carrier oil. Which oil do you choose? We've chosen organic MCT oil because MCTs have shown to be more readily digestible um, and your body doesn't spend energy to digest it. Um, so MCT so is like a medium, it, MCT is a medium chain triglyceride, kind of like coconut oil. Is that correct? Correct. It is a medium chain triglyceride. And because it's a medium chain, your body is able to digest faster. So when you have companies out there that say, well, why are you using organic coconut oil? Why aren't you using organic hemp seed oil? Aren't you just diluting it? Uh, that is completely false across the board. We do not... Adding a carrier oil, number one, doesn't dilute a product, right? Because the CBD content is still in there. does never dilute the product. And MCT oil helps you digest it better. It means you have a better bioavailability because, I mean, our bodies are just pretty much, uh, Dr. Rosado, you could probably answer this question. It's like 88% water, something like that. Uh-huh. So basically, it's a lot of water in oil... <laughs> Yeah, water and oil, they don't mix. So how does your body readily digest it? Well, you have to get a fatty, medium-chain triglyceride, uh, and that's why we use organic MCT oil, because it, it allows your body to better digest it. So all of these things we put in place, and also our cultivar. We use, a very, we use one strain and one strain only, and that is the cherry wine cultivar, cherry cultivar. Uh, it has high, high terpene profiles. has a very smooth taste, um, and... It has very high cannabinoid percentages within the entire plant. Um, and then very lastly... Well, you, just mentioned, you just mentioned terpenes. I'm sorry. Um, when you hit your next point, you mentioned terpenes. So continue on with what terpenes are, but finish your thought. Sorry. 
Sorry, no, no worries. So we have the, the hemp cultivar that we've chosen, which is the cherry, because of, um, because of exactly what like you said, the terpene profiles and the high cannabinoid percentages. But what we do to go the extra mile for our, for our customers and basically for the world, for the people, um, is we actually remove all seeds and stems prior to our extraction process. Uh, mm-hmm. What we've seen, number one, is that, that whenever you do supercritical CO2, which is just high pressure, high squeezing, uh, ripping, tearing of the plant, um, they actually like, they throw the entire plant in there, and they actually try to extract the CBD from seeds and hemp sometimes. Well, we hand remove all seeds and all stems because the end product, if you leave those in there, produces a bitter, burning uh, taste. And I'm sure if you've ever ex- gone out there and experienced and bought from a different CBD brands, you 100%, I feel like 99% of the people who've done that have tried this bitter, burning uh, taste that you get. Um, it, it's kind so, of ironic because like when you said that, instantaneously I thought about vodka because you have really good brands of vodka that have no bitter or burning and then you have really cheap brands where you drink it and you feel it go all the way down your your throat every step of the way, uh, which is kind of but ironic, but it just working, popped in right? my head. I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, I know that's exactly it. There's, uh, it's, it's from beginning to end. It's a whole process. It's not just, uh, it's, it, it's not easy, put it that way. Um, so there's many things like that. But then the very ultimate way, uh, and I think this was the original question. I know we've gone in different directions. The only way a consumer can really tell the difference between a quality quality CBD oil and a non-quality is the COA. And these COAs, certificates of analysis, should be present on the person's website and inside their door, if they're a retail location, uh, for every product that's being sold. So well, cool. if you're going to buy a product online and you're trying to see, hey, who has the best, you have to look at the COA. And if you don't, you're, you're kicking yourself in the foot of potentially buying a, uh, a, a non-quality product. So put these, compare your, compare your brands. Get the COA from the brand you want. Get a COA from another brand that you want. And literally just put them side by side. You should have, each, each of those COAs should have a minimum of 11 different cannabinoids. Right. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that back. after the break. Yeah. So, okay. 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 Um, no, 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 no worries. You, 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 you're on a roll. You're in the zone. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. So. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to learning all about the alphabet soup of the CBD uh, world. So, but Chris, this is awesome. I'm learning so much today, and I, I think every one of the listeners are as well. So, thank you for being on the show. We can't wait to hear more when we get back from break. Okay. Awesome. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Dr. Joseph Rosado was the first medical professional to recommend medical cannabis treatment in the greater Central Florida region. He has since become a sought-after medical cannabis expert in Florida and abroad. Learn his story and find out more about Dr. Rosado's book, Hope and Healing, The Case for Cannabis. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo. 
as well as through the website, josephrosatomd.com. You can also schedule an individual or group consulting session with Dr. Rosato. That's josephrosatomd.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. There are many innocent people who are found guilty of crimes that they did not commit. Join criminal defense investigator Jeff Stein for Is There Really Truth and Justice for All? Each show, we'll discuss the problem, and it is a problem. The fact that because of incompetent investigations and a poor judicial system, anybody can become a victim. Can we fix this? Tune in to find out. You can listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. There are many people who claim to be dog experts, yet they don't really provide a connection between dog owners and their best friend. This is where the BS stops. Listen for Taming the Wild and Your Dog with expert author and nationally recognized dog trainer Brian Bailey. Each show has experts, professional trainers, and veterinarians to give you the right answers. Listen for the safety and well-being of your dog. Listen every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Medicana Talk. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can send an email to info at josephrosatomd.com. Now, back to Medicana Talk. Hello, welcome back. For those of you that are just joining us, this is Dr. Joseph Rosado with Medicana Talk and Ed Pisani Jr. And our special guest today is the president, founder, CEO of Cannabidiol Life, CBD Life, Mr. Chris Visser. Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. Hello. All right. So yeah, the first half of the okay. show, we talked, we covered, you know, about certificate of analysis, why it's important to know what product you are purchasing and ingesting in your body or giving it to your loved ones, um, how important it is to have the proper analysis, uh, how important it is to have a report of the different types of cannabinoids. And so let's start from there. Chris, what are the different, what is a cannabinoid and what are the different types? Because we see, you know, when we go online and we do a search, we see things like CBG, CBN, CBC, THCB, and, you know, 
whole plant or full spectrum or isolate and you know it's confusing can, can yeah, you get I'm, clarity I'm a newbie what's a jargon mean okay um, this is actually one of my favorite things to talk about um, because there's so much bad information that's online or that just gets spread so right off the bat let's talk about CBD oil that is the number one search most popular CBD product that's out there CBD oil so CBD oil can, is marketed in the following terms, pure CBD oil, uh, full-spectrum CBD oil, broad-spectrum CBD oil, and whole plant extract CBD oil, okay? So within these different types of CBD oil, I mean, I can get it. If you're a first-time CBD user, you're, like, you're not going to understand or know the difference unless you sit there and you do hours of research. So to break it down, very quick, very simple. Pure CBD oil means it is made from CBD isolates only. That means that out of all of uh, the cannabis and hemp plants have 113 different cannabinoids. So Mm -hmm. pure CBD oil means they're only using CBD isolates as the, as the, uh, the, the base, the foundation. While CBD alone is very, very, very great. uh, When you incorporate all of the different cannabinoids, which is those full-spectrum, broad-spectrum terms used, you get what is called like the entourage effect. And that's what, that's what we're looking for as far as a medicinal. Uh, when, you, when you bring in the synergy of the entire hemp plant just the way that it is, working together inside your body, um, that is where we've seen and basically where people who are getting their, their relief, that's where mm-hmm. those are usually the oils that... Um, the most common factor. So pure CBD oil, just know that you're getting isolate, CBD isolate only. Um, Full spectrum and broad spectrum. So I disagree personally, and I'm trying to get a little bit more people involved in this, uh, that full spectrum, when people call it a full spectrum, that's Mm -hmm. just an incorrect terminology. It makes me think of autism, actually. When you say spectrum, I think of autism. Nice. Okay. Um, well, that that actually is um, something that uh, we, we were just talking about at, like, uh, at one of our team meetings because we're looking at um, we're looking at launching a uh, very intricate, very extensive research-driven herbalist pharmaceutical formulation uh, like experience involved the people that are involved in this program of creating condition-specific, ailment-specific CBD oils. Um, mm-hmm. We can talk about that later. Uh, but as far as the full spectrum and broad spectrum is concerned, right now the industry is calling it a full spectrum oil. And what that means is they're saying that if this is a full spectrum oil, then that means all the cannabinoids, all the terpene profiles, all of, that, all of the raw product, raw plant material is now inside your oil. Well, we, the plant has to go through a manufacturing process. The plant... You're, you're basically, there's no, it's impossible to get the entire perfect raw product profile of that plant inside an oil. So to call it a full spectrum is actually kind of wrong. But either way, for educational purposes, what people are selling full spectrum for is they're saying, yes, this is a full spectrum oil. It has, at least, it should have those 11 cannabinoids that, are, that should be on the COA. And if you look at their COA and they do not have all 11 under their percentages, at least even if it's a 0.01, 
if they don't have a percentage, it is not a full-spectrum oil, period. So you can call them back, and they probably won't even know how to answer this question for the most part. Hey, you said this was a full-spectrum oil marketing, but your COA says it's missing CBG, CBGA, CBC, CBN. And you can literally call out these companies who are, who are selling these false products to the masses. So well, I, I guess means- being like a, a a newbie, like someone, if I were to walk into a gas station, um, <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't even know um, these letters existed. So, like, uh, um, it, I, I, I guess my my uh, my question is, like, uh, with the spectrums and the full spectrums, is that something? Um, if I needed to use CBD, I should ask my my doctor about. Well, see, that's. That, that's a hard question to answer, and, and the reason being is because um, the endocannabinoid system in itself, when it mm-hmm. comes to medical professionals, uh, they didn't start teaching the endocannabinoid system, I believe, until, like, was it 93? Doctor, can you, can you verify that? Is it 1993 yeah, or 83? Yeah, the first, well, the first endocannabinoid was discovered and named in 1992 which was anandamide, and it, uh, it comes from the Sanskrit word ananda, which means bliss. So it, that wasn't discovered until 1992. So we're, we're talking about something that's, you know, less than 30 years old. Exactly. So here's, so, here's, so here's my guidance to the masses when it comes to uh, advice going to your medical professional. You should... Mm-hmm. Number one, just know in the back of your mind that if you go to ask them about this specifically and they have not gone through uh, more extensive training with the endocannabinoid system, um, it's up to the, each individual medical professional at that point. So my recommendation to the masses is find yourself an established medical marijuana doctor and ask them for the guidance that you're looking for. Uh, but if, not away but from if they live in a state that doesn't have a legal medical cannabis program, what do they do? Uh, well, I, in my opinion, you can give me a call, and I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll set you up with with the best with the best ones that I know here in Florida. Um, so, what's that, your website uh, so someone can look you up <laughs> right now if they're listening? And what's your website domain well, our name? name? Our our brand is Cannabidiol Life. And you can go to cannabidiolife.com or you can go to cbdoilsandedibles.com. Either one of those will get you to our website. Um, for, for spelling, it's cbdoils, plural, and mm-hmm. A-N-D, edibles, plural, dot com. cbdoilsandedibles.com. Okay. I, I guess the other so, question... That I'm like a noob, and maybe both of you can answer this. Like every once in a while, I'll see on like um, the Facebook, like people saying that um, these oils are like dangerous and they can kill you, and all the all the nonsense. Is that true, or is that just someone that's like completely ignorant, wanting to make themselves heard? Well, yeah, you always have you always have to worry about the trolls, the internet trolls. They just like they live <laughs> their life to go up, go in there, and they just start drama. You uh, you can always write off about. 80% of all those things that you read. But when, it, but when it comes back to that initial point of how do you tell what's quality? Well, CBD, if it is a quality CBD product manufactured properly, it's not mm-hmm. lethal. 
not lethal at all, while yet alcohol, prescription drugs, uh, cigarettes, all of those are legal. And, you know, over periods of, of, of years of using these things and or just one huge dose of the, can, can be lethal. So it, to me, it just, it just baffles me that we're even having to fight our government when it comes to making this readily available to the people who need it most because it's not lethal, but yet we sell lethal to anyone who's over 18, 21 years old and or who has pain, give them an addictive drug and say, hey, uh, good luck, pretty much. Good point. Um, Speaking and of I like me some beer, too. Can you give us uh, like an understanding of like what you just mentioned, the, C- the 11 cannabinoids, the CBG, CBN, without having to go through all 11, but like the key ones, what do those mean? What's their purposes and how do they you know, function in general? Okay, well, so a COA, a COA right? A COA is going is is basically uh, companies, manufacturers need to send their final product that's going to be selling on shelves to a third party laboratory. These third party laboratories, what they do is they use, they, well, at least they should be, they should be using an HPLC system, which is a hyper uh, performance liquid chromatography, and within that machine, um, you can, it is able to tell the exact percentages of the exact cannabinoids within that oil, within that product. So, Do you have that machine in your, in your business? Actually, I do. Um, I personally saw the, not just, not just for the, the want, the need, the peace of mind, but more so to guarantee that anybody who works with us or who takes our oil is guaranteed to get the relief that I am claiming they're going to get. Because that's the one, that's the one problem with this industry is people say, Hey, this is the best oil. Look at, uh, buy it, right? Best oil, buy it. Well, for me, I don't like to say we have the best oil, even though I believe we do. Um, I, I, <laughs> what I say is here, here's proof, right? Cause we have this in-house as well as third party and we can, not just proof from a manufacturer standpoint, but we can prove from a secondary. And that, that to me was more, was more important than any other investment. Um, so more or less in, so, in yes. layman's terms, you care a lot about people. Oh, I mean, that's our, that's our foundation. That's our foundation. That's cool. People first, that's cool. planet second. And then when those two things are taken care of, that's the only way that we can profit. Well, you know, you could take care of the planet, too, if we just have cannabis gardens growing all over the country. Then we'll end the global yes, with, warming with, crisis we have. Exactly. And with hemp, <laughs> with hemp, with hemp, like, it, it, it can change the world. So getting rid of plastics, using hemp instead, getting rid of cotton, using hemp instead. I mean, hemp is just, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's a miracle plant. It can do hundreds of hundreds of things. So much, though, that, like, back in 1600s, I believe in the in England probably was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they basically said if you don't if you're a farmer and you're not growing hemp, your wages are going to be cut in half for that entire year. So wow. they did that here so in the U.S. Of, uh, when they came to the United States, uh, they were con- um, encouraging the growing of hemp, and they used hemp to pay their taxes. It's, it's so I mean, it's just, that's just so amazing. It's just literally so amazing. I don't know why we ever left hemp to start going into cotton or, or into biofuels to create all these plastics. And it just, we, we single-handedly 
took the wrong direction when we came at a fork in the road. That's what I, that's what I believe. Interesting. Anyway, back to the original back. question. Let's talk about the cannabinoids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. I just, I'm just so passionate. I have to talk about things when it, when it pops in. But okay, so the 11 cannabinoids, um, there's the five main ones are going to be THC, most popular, CBD, right underneath, CBG, CBC, and CBN. So those are your five found, like, basis. Those are the five main ones. Uh, and then they have also the CBDA, CBDV, THCA, THCV, CBGA, and then CBCA. Those are your 11. All 11 of those should be present in a COA if they want to call it a full spectrum. Mm. Um, so as far as what they do, well, each one of these cannabinoids can do something different. Even, and, but the only thing is, you know, THC has only been popular for so long. Uh, well, forever, it feels like. Uh, CBD is now getting the attention it deserves, but there are already medical professionals and, and scientists and people that are diving into all of these other ones that the plant produces just very minute amounts of. THC and CBD are the two highest percentages of cannabinoids within the hemp and cannabis plants, and the other ones are very minute in, in quantity. So... Now, all of these other ones are living in the shadows of CBD. So they're now getting the attention they deserve, or slowly we're heading that direction, and uh, medical professionals are finding out great things that just because it's CBDA, it doesn't make it CBD. Like CBDA will have different medicinal uh, benefits, hopefully wellness benefits, after they do more testing than, than CBD does. So, yes, more testing needs to be done. But those 11 are the 11 that you should see. Right. And so the difference, for example, um, when you add an A to it, like CBDA or CBGA or THCA, that means the A stands for acid. It's the acid form of the cannabinoid. And that is yes. what, what it is. That's what that cannabinoid is prior to being heated. Because once the cannabinoid is heated, then it converts the E-carb. A, the acid, to the active form. So the THCA becomes THC, the CBDA becomes CBD, and the CBGA becomes CBG. Correct? Absolutely correct. Nailed it. Basically, within the menu, when people smoke or you know cannabis or hemp, they're usually like raw, raw from the flower. The flower of the cannabis or hemp plants ha- is usually higher in CBDA or, or, or THCA. It's higher in the acidic. So since it has not gone through a manufacturing process, the moment you light the lighter or whatever you use the torch to, to light it up, if you will, <laughs> um, that is the part where it immediately turns it from. It, it, it's, a, it's an immediate process, too. Once fire is or heat is applied, that CBDA will turn to CBD. Um, Hmm. For both, I mean, for, for for any acidic compound, but also too, and here's and here's something that will probably remind you of any time in your past. Uh, if you actually just leave out your flower, whether I mean, people call it bud, hemp, marijuana, whatever, if you leave out your 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 cannabis, your marijuana, over time, the acidic the the A will actually fall off and it will turn into CBD on its own. So, but that is a longer, slower process. But 
I have another dumb question for you. I know I, I got all the bonehead questions, but I went to a, a local brewery because I do like enjoying myself a nice cold beer. Um, and at the brewery, they offered like a CBD infused um, like beer. Is that something that like the local um, is that is that do anything or is that just like hype? Like you know what I'm saying? I, like is that? It, yeah, yeah. I I know exactly what you're saying. And here's my intake on on all this. Is it innovative? Heck yeah. I'm impressed that they're able to do it. My only thing is, how far do you go? And how far are you? How far are we going to take this market away from what it's supposed to be to just be recreational? But then again, if you think about it, okay, well, beer. If you only have one at the end of your day, or two, or maybe a glass of wine at the end of the day, mm-hmm. or two and you add a little bit of CBD to it, well, one, I don't know how much they're upcharging you to have a beer and a wine, but you could get you can get quality CBD, and then you can just mix it at home, and then now you have bonafide COAs that you can verify the quality of your products and this. But if you're looking for CBD as a relaxer, as to calm down, you have high anxiety, I mean, I enjoy a glass of wine here and there, so I don't see anything wrong with that. It's more so of if we're in this industry to help people, um, we should probably, we should probably nail uh, or like verify, solidify CBD oil first before mm-hmm. we start putting it into anything every that, that we can think of. Although, again, I my hat, uh, I tip my hat to them for being innovative in in producing that product. Um, so essentially, like you're saying we shouldn't have brownies with first. CBD in it yet. No, I'm, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I, think <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, I was more so like the alcohol. I was, I was more into the alcohol side of it. Um, we don't. We we personally just don't know that much. I'd like to see it more organized, more regulated, and and also it's just it's the interpretation that I fear that a lot of CBD companies that are doing it for the right reasons are getting. Um, okay, reputation is if, if that's a concern. Well. Why are we throwing it into all of these alcohol things that were like alcohol could kill you if you drink a lot? It could be lethal. It could make you do these things. And then what? CBD is going to be blamed for it? I would hate to see that happen. So speaking about products, Chris, tell us about your award-winning product that you've got. And also, you just got back from Barcelona. You were nominated for four products. awards. So tell us a little bit about your products and, and your nominations. Well, uh, one, just honored just to even have that type of accreditation to anything that we're doing. Uh, we definitely pour our heart, soul, and mind all for all, all based on for the end user. We want to make sure that they have the highest quality products. And that's why I've aligned myself and partnered up with the people that I have over this time. Uh, because you're going to do it for the people and you're going to do it for, uh, to help them have a better quality of life. There's no, there's no, uh, cut corners. There's no, there's no worry of profit margins. There's no, that's not our focus. Our focus is to produce the highest quality and, and the highest quality every step of the way. And I think that is what gives us uh, an upper hand when it comes to the quality that we are producing. Uh, well, we're, I mean, we're winding down, so let's talk about what the future holds for the hemp CBD cannabis industry for medical purposes. Um, I believe what needs to happen and where we're all should be headed to is stop calling CBD a, a snake oil, a one, 
a one solution cures all. A one solu- like when you hear that, run away from those people. Number one, they don't have any education involved. And for them to say things like that, they are pitching you. We don't need to be pitching our people that, that, that need it. So I believe uh, we need to be in the direction of, of, of going after or understanding what each cannabinoid can do and then creating individualized condition-specific oils and or just wellness products. All organic, all, you're, all natural. But No, you your, your, your website has a list of conditions, right? Remind us of your yeah. website and then where to get educated to find out what conditions CBD will work for. Yes. So if you go to cbdoilsandedibles.com, you'll see in the tab where it says get educated. I, am, I implore everyone to just go there, click on the health, health benefits list. When you click on that, you'll have a list of 50, over 50 different conditions, and you can get an understanding of what CBD can do for your condition and with the medical, the medical uh, studies that can back up uh, all this information. Highly recommend okay. that. And if they and want to call you and talk again? to you? So if they want to call us, it is 833-YAY-HEMP. So 833-929-4367. And our website is cbdoilsandedibles.com. And uh, we have a live chat feature uh, on our website. So if you're not much of, a, of the talker over the phone, hey, anonymously... Uh, reach out to us via chat, and we have a team that stands by, and we can answer any and all your questions. Perfect. Well, Chris, it was amazing speaking with you today. I, I could have spoken to you for another hour easily, um, <laughs> which we will probably do when I get back from Japan, if that's okay with you. Yeah, hey, that, I, I, Dr. I'm Rizzo, amazed everywhere you like- go to, Dr. Rosado. And if you're interested in following Dr. Rosado online, go to josephrosadomd.com, and you can buy his book, Hope and Healing, A Case for Medical Cannabis. And uh, thank you, guys. Uh, This is very informative for me because I'm just a newbie in this. Thank you. Not for long. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely my pleasure. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Medicana Talk. Please join Dr. Joe Rosado for another edition of our program next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you'd like to learn more about medical cannabis, we invite you to go to Amazon.com to purchase Dr. Rosado's book, Hope and Healing, The Case for Cannabis. Have a great week. 